Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. I'm Ariel Green Anderson. My name is Matt Anderson. We're bringing you raw, real, and unfiltered stories from around the world. Are you an IP parent? I get it. You were never going to be here in that crazy family life. You looked around before as an independent, strong, creative person, and you thought, I'm not going to do that. I see what they're doing. This is how it's going to be. You had clear intentions. And then you wake up one day, you realize you've been swallowed whole somehow by the mad reality of family parenting and you're talking to your partner in a way and to yourself that you don't even recognize anymore. Who is this person? Where did you go? You've never been fuzzy before. You'd always seen your path. I believe there's a way to get back there. I've experienced it. I've been in that madness. I still am sometimes and I just want you to know that we're here to help work towards creating that space to reconnect with self and source and more deeply with your family and the people that matter to you and the things that matter to you, getting back to path and purpose in a way that um, is powerful. And that's why we're sharing stories from all over the world and next door uh, to remind ourselves that we're not alone and things cross borders, but we're humans and humanity happens, imperfection happens. Well, we want to try to make it better. So I'm Ariel Anderson, and sometimes you're going to hear Matt Sanderson as well. And uh, we're looking forward to sharing this journey with you. Before we get started today, I just want to say thank you to all our listeners in Croatia, New Zealand, and in Japan. Thank you for being out there. We always appreciate you and all of you who are listening and uh, hope to see you on our webpage, www imperfectparenting.net because we have some goodies for you and as well um, we are getting into the group and doing a live coaching getting back to purpose and space in your life so we are hoping you're going to join in for that meanwhile thank you to all of you around the world listening and uh, we continue to appreciate your reviews and everything that you are giving and sharing Um, when there's somebody in need who needs that moment of, hey, you know, you're not alone in the world, please send us on out there. And today we are coming back to Yana Han. If you remember, she is uh, traveling in a caravan through Australia with her family, often on her own with a three-year-old. And, uh, you know, after downsizing her life into this caravan, uh, it's been nice to have a few moments house-sitting and in one city. Uh, noticing the difference and sometimes missing the compact reality and the simplicity of that. So without further ado, here is Jana. Hello Ariel. It's been a very long time since my last recording. <laughs> and um, today is the 30th of um, July 2019. I'm sitting on a very big kind of stone boulder <laughs> on a farm in 2J, which is about an hour uh, away from Perth. It's a beautiful, beautiful country side. Uh, everything's green. It's perfect winter. Sun is shining. 
it's around 5 p.m. Michael is training a horse down the hill here. Tom is asleep and I'm enjoying a coffee <laughs> alone on my own. Very special time, as you can imagine. So uh, I thought I'm going to tell you a bit about the trip that uh, we made so far. Uh, because I think the last recording was about um, when we hit like a three months mark or something. Anyway, we've been on the road for a little bit over six months now. And we slowed down a bit in the last month or two. Uh, since we got to WA. So in Western Australia, we uh, haven't explored that part too much yet because Michael needed to go to work. We just needed to get our finances sort of back on track. So from Perth, it's easier for Michael to fly to jobs. So he did so. And then uh, before he agreed all to all those jobs, we are still in South Australia when... Uh, lady uh, uh, her name is Helen she contacted us and wanted us to house sit at their farm in 2J where we are actually now and back then we didn't know if we will be able to make it or not because uh, Michael's work wasn't really clear with the dates we weren't sure anyway it all worked out well so we spent two and a half weeks on this beautiful property taking care of the horses, dog, sheep, chickens, fish while the owners went on their holidays and oh, it's just so hard to leave the place now because it's really beautiful and this kind of like a retreat uh, that anyone would enjoy I think. Uh, we had a blast here really. Tom loved the horses uh, I have a big respect uh, to approach the horses. Is a bit, I'm being quite careful, and the horses they sense it. They have two horses here, so one a bit smaller, but it's still a big horse. Um, so Tom had a few rides on that horse, and then one is like a very big, big horse. Um, and Michael had a go uh, and was riding that horse. Brave man. And then, uh, yeah, every morning we got up, we fed the horses, the sheep. They have five sheep here, but just to uh, <laughs> kind of low, what do you call them, lawnmowers. So they don't have to cut the grass where the sheep, where the sheep are. Just um, <laughs> they eat it and that's, that's great. So yeah, perfect morning routine. Get up, feed the horses feed the sheep, go and check if there are any eggs. So we got free ranch eggs. Um, we had fun with the dog, it's Kelpie, about seven months old dog, still a baby, jumping, but uh, Tom got used to him very quickly and uh, the dog is allowed to go inside as well. So in the evenings, Tom was on the couch laying down Laying, uh, looking at the TV <laughs> with the dog as well, kind of cuddling him up. So very like great time for all of us, and I think we really needed that a bit break from you know traveling, uh, a bit more space, which helped us all to breathe <laughs> better. 
And also the animals, they just bring so much joy and the, the atmosphere around them. It's so peaceful. Um, yeah. So I realized how important it is for kids to be around, not just for kids, for adults as well, but for just for people to be around animals because they really take away any crazy thoughts, whatever is, you know, going through your head and just really bring, they bring you back to the moment. Uh, and that's something I really, really appreciate. So um, that's been happening for the two last two weeks. Tomorrow we're off to Perth again. Michael is going to work and he'll be working a lot during the whole month of August. So we're going to be in Perth in a caravan park. Maybe perhaps if there is another house sitting, which is a great opportunity to uh, get to know different areas of the city. As well as, you know, spending time with the animal again. Because before coming to the farm here, we had one house sitting for a week in Perth. Um, taking care of kind of smallish dog while his owner went on holidays. And it was great. So it also gives me a little bit more time when I'm on my own with Tom. That he plays with the dog a bit and... You know has someone else to sort of play with and talk to so that's that's been quite nice as well so we'll see maybe another house it will happen in Perth so far we're going to be in the caravan park which we stayed in before it's a very nice one uh, there might be other kids around which is helpful but also um, I just realized how important it was for me to stop in a place where you can sort of reconnect with people again and of course, you know, if you find people that you feel good and you can talk about whatever and just be yourself. And I was so lucky I contacted uh, through Facebook um, group for Czechs and Slovaks in Perth. I just contacted a group, asked if there are any moms around, you know, if any play dates and something like that for the kids. So... Very friendly girls, moms, few dads as well. So we went to playgroups twice a week while we were there. Tom was super happy <laughs> to be with other kids. Um, they could dress up as well because uh, the playgroup was quite well equipped. So he had a very good time being a Spider-Man and Batman and all those kind of characters that he doesn't really know much about. Um, he just saw them here and there because he's never seen a movie <laughs> like that. But anyway, he had he had fun. Um, we met really nice people there. Uh, some of those uh, guys actually came to visit us on the farm. So the kids had fun with the animals here as well. It was really nice. And that feeling, sort of home feeling, when people can come over and, you know, you can sort of host them in your place, you know even though it's not your place, but at least you have the space to actually make them meal or something. So, yeah, it was very nice to have a visit like that. And we haven't been, of course, hosting someone for a while because there was no space for it. So, um, yeah, that was quite lucky. So I really feel much more grounded and all those crazy thoughts are a bit gone or maybe I just forced them for now <laughs> but we still need to decide where we're gonna end up 
eventually, but at this stage uh, we just will be around Perth, just Malka will be working a bit more while we're there and it's easier for him to fly to to work and we can catch up with um, these lovely mums and dads in Perth and also um, Tom will be going to Czech school on Saturday mornings. They do sort of like a kindy style and then they do also something for uh, school-aged kids. So it uh, it runs based on Australian school terms. They have a term, like four terms in a year, sort of eight, nine weeks a term. And then there is always a holiday break. So uh, it's great because we can do like a just a drop-in class because we're not sure how long we're going to stay in the area. And so um, we're just going to go to check school as much as we can. Uh, different activities for kids, you know, it's great. Just whatever <laughs> can uh, Tom gain from being around uh, other kids. I'm just going going with that. And uh, swimming lessons as well we signed up for. So there will be quite a lot of activities for us. So we definitely won't get bored while Michael is at work. And after that, we'll see. We might do a few trips around... Perth because um, that's the only disadvantage here that everything sort of takes quite a while to get to places in WA so if you want to go to those like um, destinations where you can you know people see beautiful nature and those national parks it's a lot of driving and we're not sure if we will be able to make it before December when we want to go to check and visit our families so We'll see, but so far we've really enjoyed here, and uh, it hasn't been that cold, or we maybe got used to the winter here. If the you know sunny days like that, it might be like a springtime in Czech. Really beautiful. It can be 20 degrees during the day. Sun is sun is out, so you know nothing to complain about, and you can do whatever activities you you wish because it's the perfect temperature. So, um, yeah, and. I'm trying to think what, after all those six months, it went actually very, very fast. I kind of thought six months is a long time, but sitting here now, it seems not that long. And even when I said it was nice to sort of settle in a little bit in Perth, uh, I think once we sort of do... uh, the trip to check and then we will come back here we plan we we still will have those itchy feet and we need to explore wa for sure so we're planning to go south from um south of perth then because it will be warmer and the south part of um, wa is amazing Um, but it's um, the water will be still cold even during summer the temperatures are quite low so someone said I think something 19 or so so it doesn't go over 20 degrees in the water apparently so I'm not sure I wasn't checking (laughs) there's nothing really that you can do about that anyway so we'll see but that's the plan and then um, I'm just looking at the horses I'm sorry like I don't know you might be able to hear that a bit because they are they've been running in the paddock very very fast and they do a loop around here because the owners just came back from their holidays yesterday 
and uh, so Michael and Helen they're sort of training the horses now <laughs> and the dog is having fun as well so yeah it's interesting <laughs> not sure if the horse is happy or not <laughs> making those sounds but hopefully they are they are having fun Um, yeah, so I just needed to pause for a bit because the horses came quite close, so I wasn't sure what they're planning to do. Uh, and then during those six months, what else happened? Uh, I realized that I still have too much clothes. <laughs> just stopping here now because it's winter. I can't really fit those things into the wardrobe. So I just um, went up shopping once. Because I wanted to have something warm, so I got two things extra, uh, since or maybe four things extra since leaving Sydney. So it's not too bad for six months. But funny enough, being at the farm, you really need like one or two sets of clothes, <laughs> and that's it. And then um, I just felt I needed a little bit more things when I go to the city, so uh, <laughs> I bought uh, something extra fancy for you know a couple of dollars. Great, love up shopping, not just for the price, just for the sake of, you know, there are already things circulating around, so why buy something new when you can just go and get whatever you like pretty much is there. And they have um, very uh, good selection of clothes here in the local op shop. The town is quite small, but the op shop is amazing. <laughs> so there was it, and... Okay, then I'm back, and this recording uh, <laughs> is a bit, uh, let's say, with few breaks in, because um, there was some distraction happening, then Tom woke up, and I just needed to stop, stop it, so I don't really know where I finished previously, but what I really want to say as well, um, you know, this is exactly... Um, grateful um imperfect parenting where you just um can't even think about what you what you said last time but anyway you can just start with something completely um different new topic whatever uh i was listening to uh imperfect parenting podcast with uh carolina kvash dobrovska and it was just great it was so nice to hear two friends of mine talking together and I could just uh, sense the connection there it was great and I just wanted to emphasize that I'm one of that you're doing great job in you know talking to audiences and to just that people are listening to you and I'm one of those people who also just do not react um, I just don't let you really know that I was there listening because um, honestly, sometimes I don't really know. I'm happy. Uh, I'm lucky when I actually get the podcast going till the end always. I always need to listen to the podcast on multiple times to finish the um, one episode. But also after that, I don't really know what is the best way how to let people know that actually I enjoy that and it's great because I'm not really that skilled in commenting on those podcasts so I think I need to um, give in a bit more and at least let you know that you're doing a great job and 
people are definitely happy to listen to other parents, what they're doing, and at least for me, just to know that there are other people out there who are, I don't want to say struggling, but, you know, going through similar things that I'm going through. And again, the same, again, no matter where you are, we all are adjusting to the whole new situation of parenthood. Um, and I think most moms are hitting that point at some stage after their baby's born. And I just didn't realize until maybe, I don't know, a year ago, two years ago, that uh, it's quite full-on experience. And it's something that I just can't take back. Of course, I don't want to take it back. But, you know, until then, we had some systems in place and something that we were used to and whatever. You was just, you know, controlling your own time. Suddenly, this little person is taking over it all. And uh, we, we need to adjust to that. So listening to that podcast was really, really good. Uh, and knowing that, um, you know, you're doing things outside of the parenthood that makes you feel good, makes you just, you know, connect again with yourself or with some other people around, just have a bit of a break from just um, being around your child. That's that's great. And it's very inspirational because um, and great reminder for us all that we need to do that because, of course, frustrated, angry parent is nothing that the child wants and the kids then react to that as well. So it doesn't, doesn't help any of us to be really, uh, you know, frustrated in a long term it's taking its toll then for the whole family it's just frustrating for the whole family so great reminder and yeah for me I need to really be mindful of that and especially when uh, Michael is away for work even though he hasn't been away that much for the last six months uh, it's still um, sometimes uh, I think even harder because we got used to be together all the time which is sometimes hard as well but then when Michael eventually went to work it was suddenly like oh I need to do you know everything again and then yeah you just need to adjust so I think whatever it is that helps us to adjust to having your child with you all the time or maybe working a lot and then battling that you know family work life whatever it is, to somehow make sure that we take care of ourselves and our body, um, our soul, because then it can be a killer, really. And it was good when um, Uriel talked with Carolina about, you know, how things can look really differently. And, yeah, you mentioned, you know, especially him, social media and how people present themselves you know if you're a bit sensitive to that you know that it's not that great all the time that there are you know things behind it and we all need to deal with different situations that aren't always pleasant and I just hope that people 
know that. And even with our traveling, of course, there are beautiful places we've seen, great pictures, you know, that we put on social media. We don't really post them too often, I think. But anyway, they're there. Good. Sometimes people, you're living the dream. And I'm thinking, well, yes, but also all the challenges behind it you know you don't have one place where you stay you don't have your like home in terms of one place where you always return to well we do return always to our heaven but you know what I mean and so there are things you know related to that but also of course there's huge benefit of us traveling Tom seeing other places and learning really a lot from all of that So it's just important that people know that whatever it is, whether, you know, you're just having your job and think that, you know, living in the caravan is the best thing you could ever do, just do it. But just be mindful that it comes also with some challenges as you have in your normal day. Your daily life will be a bit different, but still you'll be dealing with similar similar things, sometimes you be dealing with things that you wouldn't think you'll be dealing with because suddenly you're with your partner 24-7. So, you know, if, um, yeah, from... We've never spent so much time together with Michael until until now because, of course, you go on holidays and, you know, together, but then you come back. So before having a child, we always went to work. So, you know, you work most of the week and then you meet in the evening, but... There are different distractions throughout the day that, you know, you just don't get sick of each other <laughs> that easily. But again, it's a great experience for us that, you know, you go through some hard times while being together all the time. But it's actually really good because then you get to know your partner a bit more. And there are things that you probably, or maybe, I don't know, maybe it's just with us, but things that you didn't really realize um, until really being together all the time, whatever frustrates you or on the other hand, whatever makes you happy that actually being together is a good thing. It's not, and it is a good thing because, you know, we spend a lot of time together as a family and honestly, I can't imagine that I would be working full time, Michael would be working full time and Tom would be five days a week um, in some kind of daycare full time so yeah I actually enjoy this time and I think now when we stopped a bit and we have few you know sort of um, people that we can hang out with um it sort of brought me to that thinking that community whoever is around your friends you know neighbors whoever it is that makes your life a bit brighter or sort of helping you with whatever it is, even, you know, minding your child or just talking about whatever it is, I just realized it's really about the people. So I think this also brought me to sort of happier place when even here with the owners, we've met them before they went on their trip and now when they came back. But for some reason, I feel like we've known them for years. So it's great feeling they are very um you know talkative and very very welcoming and they trusted us you know with their house so we were taking care of their house while they were away so 
just um, you meet people along the way that you know you click with straight away, and I really appreciate that. It's something that makes life life really meeting people. So being able to listen to other parents talking on this podcast, you know, so that imperfect parenting is really really important. I think for for many of us to take us back to what's important, to make sure that it's okay if you're not doing things perfectly or that you sort of fail at times because it is normal and all of us are going through that. And oh, so many times I was yelling at Tom because I just, you know, the frustration of not having your own personal space is huge. And in my case, it turns out like yelling really just I can't control it anymore because I just don't have my space. And I'm not talking about space in a caravan. Caravan's perfect. I would be happy there if I can be there on my own for, you know, some time. That would be a great retreat for me if I can have a weekend on my own in a caravan. Happy. <laughs> Cooking my meals, having coffee, reading book, just, you know, doing whatever you want. But, you know, on your own. So that's that's part of it. And I think... We just need to be mindful of that and just, um, you know, we're doing our best as some other guests in the podcast said before, really, every parent is doing their best. They can. No one is trying to hurt their child, but it's just sometimes that we don't have other tools that we are able to use at some situation, in some situations. So, yeah, take a deep breath and <laughs> let it out. And, uh, you know, uh, I know that I need to remind that to myself a lot in the coming weeks because I'll be with Tom for almost three weeks straight. And I know that I just need to really apply some, I don't know, tools, some calming music, whatever it is to stay sort of on top of things because that's not Tom's fault that you know he he'll be stuck with just me it's just the way we we live at the moment and you know Michael needs to work and that's how it is and I need to just um find maybe different ways of dealing with things because I just don't want to be the yelling parent and I don't feel good about it so it's not just um that you know sometimes if whatever you do to your child, then it makes you feel bad um, because you don't want to be yelled at either. So, yeah, because I don't want to feel bad after that as well. It's just, yeah, as you know, sometimes you can control it. But, um, yeah, so overall, um, six months in a caravan, great guys, whoever can do it, just go for it. As you can tell, I'm in my happy place now because you know not all. Um, I wasn't recommend recommending uh, that uh, in my previous podcast that much. I think, <laughs> but um, yeah, it definitely is worth it. Whatever you do, um, even house like house swaps and try to you know because sometimes the financial situation is the hard part of that so it depends really what your work is because if you you know can make out a living I don't know people work online whatever they do 
we wouldn't be able to do this without Michael, you know, being able to sort of fly to work on like a casual basis. So uh, everyone's situation is different, but at least doing like a house swaps. That's what people um, are doing. So you don't have to pay for the accommodation. And that's great. You just swap houses with someone else. Yeah, and I just needed to pause for a bit because there was a fall on the bike. <laughs> Tom is riding a bike with his dad. And yeah, there was a little accident, but it's all under control. So yeah, just, you know, whenever you can, just get out there and explore. Because it brings so much. There, there are huge benefits in seeing your child interact with you know other people uh animals different surroundings and i just hope that this will be great learning experience for tom in coming years that he will be sort of able to uh, get a bit out of his comfort zone as well because that's what he needs to do now and he's doing quite well because six months ago he wouldn't be talking to people as he is now, when people sort of say hi and he can respond, although he doesn't really speak English much, rather, you know, fluent in Czech, but with English, he has just the basic vocabulary, which he'll catch up later on. <laughs> so we're trying to push our language onto him as much as we can. So he'll be fluent in Czech and English will come as it came to us. So I, oh, we don't worry about that. But anyway, yeah, I think great learning experience for anyone. And I just hope that, you know, it will continue this way because we don't really <laughs> know when our caravan trip will be over. And I thought by now we might settle in somewhere. But after six months, I don't really feel like settling in yet. <laughs> so... We'll see. As I said, after Christmas, a bit of a, a bit of um, exploring of WA, and we'll see what happens then. So thank you for being there. Thank you for listening, and really uh, to anyone who's listening, uh, just be kind to yourself. Thank you for listening to Imperfect Parenting and our Imperfect Podcast. For show notes, links to things we discussed, our blog, and more, please go to our website at www.imperfectparenting.net. If you have questions, comments, or stories you'd like to share, please go to our social media on our page or write us at info at imperfectparenting.net. We would love a review on iTunes from you and might have a couple surprises at the other side. So IP parents around the world, keep having a wonderfully imperfect day.